What's up, party people? Welcome back to An Introvert's Guide to the Universe. We are your hosts. I am Francis, a.k.a. the other guy, and right over there is the lovely and talented. It's EVP. Hey, E, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? Doing okay. Uh, We have a brand new show. Thanks, everyone, for downloading and listening on the regular. We really do appreciate it. You can, if this is your first time listening, we have three other episodes that you can listen to uh, a pilot and our first two episodes um they're a good time if that's what you're looking for and if you're not looking for that well maybe you're looking for uh, <laughs> a, book a book club and we have that as well the tiniest book club which you can also find at sincere-sarcasm.net. It's where E and I, the only two members of this book club are um, covering and reviewing uh, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that up until like chapter f- six. Well, we haven't started chapter six, or I haven't yet, but we are. Or chapter, I thought we were doing chapter five. Up to chapter five, yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we talked about chapters one and two last time, our first episode. We'll have three, four, and five this upcoming one, though it's not up yet. Neither of them are up yet, so, you know. Whatever. You'll get two of them. <laughs> and you'll <laughs> want to listen, listen to them in order. Um, probably, you know, so that it's not weird when you're starting at chapter 10 and we're like, oh yeah, let's talk about chapter one. So go ahead and check that out. Um, that's also at SincereSarcasm.net. All right. So, again, brand new show, brand new episode. Um, if you like what we're doing, we recommend that you go ahead and just share with a friend. You know, if you really like what we're talking about, if you love E, uh, she doesn't have uh, social media, but if you want to show your love, you can always just uh, let people know about the show, spread the love, leave a review on iTunes. We'll talk about those reviews on the show, um, and we'll discuss it and, st- and say how great and how awesome we are. If you want to say that stuff all on iTunes, go for it. It lets people know this show exists if you go there. What, right what about email? If you want to email us, you can go ahead and send us an email to, uh, I think it's uh, not the, because I, I always want to put the in front of it, but it's just introvertsguide to the universe at gmail.com. That's introvertsguide to the universe at gmail.com. It's the name of our podcast at gmail.com. Look at that. All right. Well, we have, um, every week we try to have a new topic to talk about, stuff that we experience in our daily lives that uh, is hard for us to cope with you know we are as the title says introverts and we deal with social anxiety and things like that and this week uh we have uh, a new scenario that we're dealing with so a new e, topic something yeah, new. what are we what are we dealing with this time around e what's going on in our world so um this week we're talking about work Oh, yes. And dealing with people at work, whether it be customers or coworkers or bosses or Uh, what have you. So, uh, yeah, this is a this is an interesting and uh, delicate topic, because if there's one thing I've learned is that employers like to look for stuff that you're in online. So uh, (laughs) Do they do that now? Uh, they, yes, they do. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's unfortunate that you know a lot of our privacy is not a thing anymore online. If they look up your name, they'll try to see what you're doing online and stuff like that. Um, mm. Which is why I kind of go with with a, a pseudonym, even though my full name is out there. If you really want to find me, uh, go for it. It's all good. 
You go by a pseudonym at work or? No, no, just online. I mean, that's the AKA the other guy part. Even though my full name, Francis is my real name, but I don't know how, I don't normally put out my full name. Now, my other co hosts on my other podcasts do, which is fine. Um, I can't, right. st- I can't stop them, you know, whatever. Teach their own. Yeah. Te- no, I mean, they don't use their real name. They use my real name. Um, and usually, um, yeah. And I have a co-host who likes to, uh, you know, uh, make me sound like a terrible person. So if anyone listens to that and doesn't realize that he's joking, we'll just be like, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. This guy is actually a really horrible human being, um, which you're not too guys. You guys aren't too far off. But we're going to talk about work. And I didn't get this prepped. And I wish I did. And I, I don't think I'll be able to. I really wish I did. But just Rihanna saying work, 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 work. Uh, work, 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 work. I, I really find it. I just really find it funny that she says stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> just, just randomly, uh, says stuff like that. But um, yeah, dealing with work. Um, I've had. I'll start off, and then we'll we'll go to you. But uh, I, I've been working. All my jobs that I've ever worked had to deal with customers, had to deal with coworkers, had to deal with bosses. Mm-hmm. Now. Sometimes you're independent, you know, you work on your own. Sometimes you're like, like me right now. I don't you have little, very little human interaction. Right. Um, which is kind of the best. I like those jobs, but I've never had one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. I had one at a movie theater. So my very first job was working at a movie theater. And custom- Well, you do with customers there. I do, but there was a point where I was a projectionist. So I was just up in ah. the rafters taking care of old school, not like the nowadays where it's just a DVD or I think it's um, digital on a projector. Back then mm-hmm. you had these gigantic plates. You had to put the film together. Film can get burned. That's never going to happen again. People aren't going to understand the the, 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 uh, the pain of burning film or like a film falling off a platter, which has happened in the past. Oh, those are the worst. Oh my God, the worst. But it happened. <laughs> You know, because, uh, you know, but that has nothing to do with with interacting with people. Uh, It was during a time when I was not, when I was the extrovert part of my introvert-extrovert phase. And I did really well under customer service. Like, I really liked dealing with customers. Right. And it was fun. Like, dealing with the public. And I was really praised for that, um, working there. And then I grew up. <laughs> I grew up and realized, oh man, as we all do, you know. After, um, after, well, and here's the thing: I've never had a bad customer experience. So, but I'll get into that. In None later. at all. No, but that's why I want to get into it a little later um, because it's kind of in the vein of our first corner when we talk about like how to deal with it when you're an introvert. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what about you? What about what, what's your experience dealing with, with the public? Um, basically a lot of my work experience has been working with my parents mm-hmm. and their company. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's basically just working like coworkers would just be my family. So it's sort of like, (laughs) you know, I can pretty much get along with them. It's not like. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you kind of that's. I'd the... have to meet anybody new. Yeah. Um, but there is like customers and also like I guess coworkers in the sense that like we have to talk to other people, but it's not like we have to talk to them daily. Oh, you, you and don't. Then, okay. There's also like um, there were also points in my life where I had outside jobs, mm-hmm. where I would work uh, basically or mostly in customer service, mm-hmm. like food, food, sushi, 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 cookies. <laughs> <laughs> You're just naming food. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I was were in the you... cookie business. I was gonna say, were you the sushi? Were you the cookie? Is that what you is that is that it? You. <laughs> You put on a suit. And well, I mean, just like working in at, on the counter, you know, just like taking orders. Um, I never worked in like a sit down restaurant where I had to like bring people's food to them. It was just basically like I worked at cook. I worked at Cookie Corner. <laughs> Is that a real place? <laughs> cookie Corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's like a... a cookie place. <laughs> oh, all a right. place to eat cookies. Sure. You know, to Mrs. Fields or whatever. Sure. I mean, they right. don't have Mrs. Fields. I don't know. Or, uh, yeah, okay. So, how did you appreciate having to deal with people? Have you ever had a bad experience? Uh, yeah, I had one. All right. Uh, I was working at this place where uh, we served just, like, plate lunches. Mm-hmm. And lots of people would come in during their lunch break. And... um. Especially on Wednesdays, because like school would get out, and we're like located like right across the street from the high school. And so, um, once it was really busy, and there was like a really long line, and um, I saw this lady. She was like standing in between the two lines that we had set up, Mm -hmm. and she was just like looking at the menu. And I was like, okay, uh, she's probably still looking at the menu. So then I call next up. And somebody else walks forward. Mm -hmm. And then I see her, like, turn around and, like, walk out. And I'm like, oh, I guess she just didn't want to eat here. It's, like, not a big deal. And, like, I dealt with the customer that was in front of me. But then later on, I get a phone call asking (sighs) to speak to the manager. Whoa, okay. And the manager uh, takes the phone call. And then after he gets off, he says that... uh, there was a customer who was in here, a woman, who was saying that I was, like, not paying attention to her as a customer and, um, like, completely bypassed her, that she was waiting in line. When I, like, distinctly remember her being in between the lines. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she was just standing in the middle. I thought she was still looking at the menu or something. And she said, like, I was, like, flirting with customers and, like, not paying attention to her. <laughs> Were you flirting with customers? Like, I don't even know how to flirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I feel like I don't. Um, mm-hmm. If anything, I was just being like trying to be, you know, personable, like how they teach you when you're working in a place like that. Like you smile and you like, you know, try and talk as nicely as you can. <laughs> right. I'm basically just taking orders, though. I mean, just like, how can I help you? What would you like to order? They order, and I'm like, is that, would that be all? 
You know what I mean? I'm not like saying anything extra like nice shirt or like wow you have beautiful <laughs> eyes or something. <laughs> what are you winking a lot? What are you um <laughs> like what are you doing? I was like twirling my hair a lot and oh, like touching their arms. There I don't you go. know. There you go. I mean like <laughs> my boss took my side cuz mm-hmm. I think he knew that, you know, like I was um, I never had anything like that happen before where it was like, oh, it happens often. Like, so you have an issue we need to talk about or something. Yeah. And I, um, I would work alongside my manager a lot. So I guess he saw like that wasn't the case and he kind of like apologized to the customer. But, you know, still after the phone call took my side and was like, oh, I don't honestly think that that was the case or like listen to what I said. So I was happy about that. So I didn't have to like deal with the customer and then on top of that deal with my boss like reprimanding me or anything. So how did you feel though? Um what was going on in I your I was mind? really embarrassed mm. because I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I literally saw that customer." Yeah. And in my mind like maybe she thought because I looked at her I was acknowledging her presence and just like completely bypassed her. Mm-hmm. But I was just under the impression that she wasn't ready yet because she wasn't in a line. Sure. So it was just a misunderstanding then. Yeah, it was a misunderstanding, but still I felt bad. I felt bad for maybe, you know, like I was overanalyzing like the situation and, oh, maybe I did overlook her or, you know, like second guessing stuff that I knew was a fact. Like I didn't see her there or whatever. Right. Yeah, it was um, stressful for maybe an hour, and then I got over it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I still remember the story right now, so <laughs> right. it was memorable. <laughs> sure, sure. And I think uh, I think that's it. Kind of goes back to the last episode um, and conflict. You know, you talked about conflict amongst you know people we know, people our friends, family, things like that. We never really talked about conflict in a work environment. Um, and the most, I think the biggest place you're going to find conflict is with customers. If you have to deal with customers, right? Like you're going to deal with a lot of people with a lot of different personalities. And at some point you're going to rub someone the wrong way. It's just going to happen. Right. It seems like you only had the one experience though. It doesn't sound like you, it doesn't, it sounds like this, this didn't happen very often. Like you were pretty Um, good. There were times where I got orders wrong and people got mad, but then yeah. I would always do like a really crappy thing and just like blame the back. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> and then like to the back be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like I would apologize to the back and like take responsibility for it, but like to the customer just be like, <laughs> "Sure, it's easier. Sorry, they got your order wrong." <laughs> it's easier <laughs> because to... I didn't want to have to deal with it like being my fault. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, I get it. It's easier to to save face in front of a customer than with your coworkers who you're already cool with, who will be like, okay, yeah, you got it wrong. That's cool. We'll take care of it. Like normally, well, I just didn't want them like yelling at me or anything. Mm-hmm. Where I knew like the people in the back probably wouldn't yell at me. So you'd never been yelled at at work then. Um, there was one time I was yelled at by like a coworker, but that was like oh, we'll, we'll get to coworkers just the in a one second. incident. <laughs> we'll get to coworkers in a second. Uh, yeah, like for me, um, like I said, when I was doing, I have every job I've ever done, I've had to deal with customers, um, of some sort, 
and the movie theater the movie theater was the easiest for me because it was a it was my first job and b i was really hyped um about working in that environment i love movies i go to the movies every weekend i love going to the theater um I shouldn't call it theater because the theater is like something different. But you theater, know, I go to I like going to the cinema and 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 eating some popcorn and watching some some films. And because just like you, I hate. I don't want to get yelled at. I hate the fact that if I do something wrong, somebody might like get mad at me. That I went above. I always went above and beyond. Being nice, right. I believe that you can. You know, even if you get the most unruly of of customers. You kill them with kindness. And that's kind of what I did when I was working at the movie theater. Like, it was funny because I, I got this weird reputation of just like, oh, everyone loves this guy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I worked when email was brand new and we got an email from a customer saying, hey, thanks to so-and-so, I had the best experience ever. It was my my best, the best experience I've ever had at a movie theater. Thanks to this one guy. And they never said the name at the beginning of the meeting. This is a meeting in front of all of the employees of the theater. And like, so can anyone guess who this person is? And they're like, oh, well, who could it be? Who could it be? And it's like, it's Francis. I'm like, ah, oh, jeez, don't don't point me out. That makes me we- that's weird. Don't point me out. <laughs> that's in front real of- awkward. Yeah, it's like I have to work with these people, but every single time, I never up until this day, I still haven't gotten like, and it's gonna happen now. Now that I'm talking about, it, it's gonna happen now. But- I know you're just like hoping for a bad experience now you're asking for it i I, yeah i may be asking for it but like the only bad experience i've ever had at the movie theater was um this this uh these two older women probably middle-aged women went to see a movie now you're allowed to leave a movie if you don't like it and get a refund or get tickets for another time or whatever You're, you're allowed that but not when you've already seen the movie to its completion like if you're a half hour in an hour in you don't like the film you can change it or you can get a refund or whatever what if what if it's like an hour and 45 minutes long and you walk out at one hour and 30 minutes no because you wait if you (laughs) because you really pretty much saw the entire film and so we're not going to refund you you're (laughs) just we're just not going to um i don't know if the policy has changed since then but when i was working there the limit was like an hour. If you were an hour in to a film and it was like an hour and a half, well, okay, I guess we'll refund you. But very few people did it. But this, these two women did. And this is my first time, mm-hmm. this is my first time ever experiencing like real conflict at a, at, a, at a job. My The manager of the theater was there with me. I was a supervisor at the time. I was working at the guest relations counter. Guest relations, you think, hey, it's pissed off. It's pissed off customers. It's people who don't like, you know, have problems or whatever. Never had a problem. They come up to him, they complain like, oh, you know, we've seen, you saw the entire movie and we hated it. I want a refund. And he's like, that's not how it works, lady. You do not get a refund for watching an entire film and not liking it. You saw the <laughs> entire film. You're sc- you're stuck with, you know, you're stuck with the payment. And they argued and argued, and I was just witnessing it. I didn't say anything. And then, and then they made fun of the guy's name. Oh, they made fun of my manager's name. Now, my manager's name, I'm not going to say, but it was the same name as a famous CEO at the time who people were hating on, who really didn't, they didn't like what he was doing. And right. 
I knew this guy gets angry. Like I knew this guy hulked out every once in a while. And this guy hulked out on these two women and yelled and screamed at these two women. I was like, oh my God, dude. Oh my gosh, it's like, so awkward. Oh, and I'm just standing there like, okay. And you didn't like back away? No, like, well, it's, a, it's a small circle. It was this, it's just like a small circular like desk. There was nowhere, nowhere for me to back out. There was nowhere for me to back away. I was just like, okay. Um, he's like, and he's just like, process their, their refunds. I don't want them here. Get them out of here. I'm like, okay, here are your refunds. Sorry. And they, they went away. But I was like, that was the worst I've ever experienced. And, and you, it was just like around you. You weren't even like. It wasn't my fault. The, yeah, you yeah. weren't like part of the conflict at all. You were just there. And again, I. I don't know what it is. I always wonder what I what it is that I do um, that makes it to where like, oh, okay. Um, people are not genuinely angry or mean to me about stuff. Mm-hmm. This, this job I'm doing right now, several people are like, man, these guys get, are they, these guys get so mad and they're so pit like they get mad at you and they get pissed off and they're like this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, I've been doing this for almost a year now. Never once have I experienced one person like tell me off or get mad at me for my job not once and i'm like really that happened to me all the time blah 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 blah. i'm like how how can that possibly (laughs) happen all the time when these people are just like they're just doing their job i'm just doing their my job you know like yeah they're not happy to see me but you're just the messenger yeah they're not happy to see me or anything but yeah like i keep (laughs) you know I'm, i'm just like i don't get why they're mad at you and so Maybe there's something, maybe I'm doing something right, or maybe I'm doing something wrong, because I feel like I should have experienced some conflict. Maybe I'm just too nice. I don't know. But I'm glad I don't, because it would stress me out, and I would think about it. Because anytime something bad happens in the real world with people, I just dwell on it forever. I just think about it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like replays in your head over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay. Yeah, it's on repeat. Just like, oh, man, I can't believe. And then you think about, like, what could I have done differently? Oh, I should have done. And the other person doesn't care. Usually, the the person you've Well, normally, yeah. yeah. At that point already, they're just like, whatever. Yeah, they've moved on with life. Yeah. But me, I like to think about it. Oh, my God, what did I say? What did I do? (gasps) So, yeah. So, it's hard for me to kind of – it's funny we pick the topic of work and, like, dealing with customers and, and stuff when – Again, I, I'm fortunate to where if I was to give the advice now for that corner, it's just like, just be nice. Like all the time, even if someone's pissing you off. And I, just I, don't. <laughs> just don't. Just no. <laughs> no, really. Like, I, I find that if you're just nice, no matter how angry or how upset the person is, they're kind of like, they get diffused and they're just like, oh, I can't be mad at the super smiley guy over here. I got to. And so they 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 calm down, or if, even if they don't calm down, they don't treat you any work. They don't treat you badly. They're just like, well, it doesn't uh, escalate. It doesn't escalate normally. Exactly. Yeah. So just be just kill people with kindness, you know. No matter how much you're you're anxious and you're sweating, like I sweat when I'm anxious. I'm, I just just yeah, just, I do too. Yeah. I'm just and like, I get really like I can feel my face getting like really red, mm-hmm. or yeah. like it starts burning. <laughs> that's exactly how i feel i my i get hot i can feel my face just ah oh, my heart's really pounding it's it's terrible but 
and and it's usually something I'm doing, but I usually just kind of like okay, well, I just luckily I just can try to be as nice as possible, be as apologetic as possible, and move on. And so far, so good. It's now it's bound to happen. Now I'm going to experience all of the worst people tomorrow when I go into work. <laughs> everyone's going to be mad at me, and I'm I know like, everyone's oh. going to be a dick. Yeah, just like well, what I can, what can I do? Y'all are assholes. Sorry, guys, but um. Yeah. <laughs> You can uh, update us next week. Sure, sure. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, dealing with coworkers. Um, you say you mo- um, sounds like you didn't always just work for the fam, so it looks like you've done other things. Um, tell us a little about about any conflicts with them. You said you were yelled at by a coworker. What happened? Uh, that story is a bit... You don't have to go into detail. Weird. Just be, if you, um, could, you know, just be general. Well, basically, I there was something that the customer asked for, and I went in the back mm-hmm. to ask. Yeah. And um, during the day, if there was no customers and I didn't have any tasks to do, mm-hmm. which sometimes it was like in the morning because I normally worked mornings. Um. Um, I would go in the back and hang out with the people on the back. And I guess one of the guys who worked in the back got annoyed with me for always being in the back. Okay. And was like, why don't you go to the front and do your job? Oh, wow. And um, I forget what I said back. I, I don't remember, like, <laughs> I think I said something to the effect of, like, why don't you mind your own business? Because I was talking to somebody else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and he was always like, kind of mean so i was like annoyed mm-hmm. and then like he like he told me uh fuck you oh wow and i remember being like so hurt by it mm-hmm. and this is like a phase in my life where like i made every effort not to swear and so like hearing swear words was like um like it really offended me and it really hurt my feelings sure yeah of course yeah and so I started crying. Oh, no. <laughs> crying. Oh, no. I started crying, and then I went um, up to the front, and I told the customer sorry, and they were asking, like, why I was crying. Wow. And they felt really bad, and I was like, no, it's okay, it's okay. It's like, it was my fault. I'm sorry. And, like, they tried to give me, like, money, like, a tip. And oh. I was like, no, it's okay. I really don't <laughs> want your money, like... It's fine because I guess they felt bad. Sure. They sympathized. And sure. um Yeah. And then that was the end of it. Like I didn't talk to him after that, um, about that situation. Like we didn't talk talk it out or anything. Sure. It was just sort of just like brushed under the rug and we kind of like avoided each other unless we really had to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was like one of the only situations. Oh, there was another one too where like one of the guys in the back, I felt like, probably was sexually harassing me. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. But I couldn't, I didn't say anything because I didn't want it to be awkward. No, what? <sighs> That's <laughs> when you say something. Yeah. Yeah, look, look. Ugh, no, ugly. Ugh, no. I'm sorry. Well, uh, that's. Yeah, he used to, like, come up behind me and just, like, place his hand on my lower back all no, the time no no if it makes you uncomfortable you say that you say it out loud because what ends up happening is they feel like they have 
carte blanche oh, to I do it. There was like a there was like a um kind of like a language barrier. A and language I didn't, barrier. Like know how to. Tell, I mean, like I guess I could have told him. Like I did move away whenever he would do it, but mm-hmm. I didn't like tell him like, "Can you stop?" I and then I didn't tell uh, any of my bosses or whatever managers. Yeah, no, I mean I don't think it matters. What was going on. I think I think yeah, I think you should have said something. I'm always I'm always wary about that kind of stuff because I've seen, I have luckily I haven't seen anything ugly, but I've heard enough complaints from women who are like. I really should probably say something to the boss about this guy who's like treating me this way. I'm like, yeah, you should, because then they're not going to, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. And that guy's gross. He needs to get out of here. Like that guy shouldn't be around you. And that that guy shouldn't be working in an environment where he can do that kind of stuff. You know, and usually it's really innocent stuff, like asking them out to lunch all the time or whatever, you know, or yeah, placing their hand on you or something. It's like, uh, Unless you tell them it was okay, then I don't. Then yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> Just um, lean into it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. No, seriously. Like, if you, you need to give consent to that stuff, of course, obviously. Well, were there any situations where you felt like you had a hard time approaching other coworkers or management about, like, whether someone was doing something wrong, like a coworker, or like your own, you know, personal thing, like scheduling conflicts or uh, money issues uh that's a good question um let me i guess take it a step back in the sense of when it when it comes to coworkers i'd rather stay as i'd like to not get close to coworkers i don't like to befriend my coworkers i don't like to um even though that's how I met, like, that's kind of how I met my ex, you know, was she was a coworker. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, coworkers are weird. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather, again, I'd rather kind of stay distant, but like the uh, teacher that I, I have a teacher that I help, he was a coworker of mine uh, way back when. Um, there was another friend of mine who was a coworker, but for the most part, I try to keep my distance with coworkers because my earlier experience, my very big, my very first experiences with coworkers in that movie theater led to a lot of shenanigans. Um, uh, it was like high school. It was like high school with a lot of sex going on in that movie theater. <laughs> like it was weird because everyone was kind of sleeping with everybody at that movie theater. You know, people were hooking up. I was a part of that culture. I hooked up with a bunch of people at the movie theater. It was a very strange scenario. And it made things awkward. Weird. <laughs> yeah, right? It's weird, right? It's weird. Um, but it happened. Like it was weird and it happened. And I don't know why it happened or how it happened, but it happened. Mm-hmm. But as uh from that experience I learned, okay, um I wanna keep most of my coworkers at hands at arm's length because I don't I don't need things weird things to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I did, that's how, that's what I did. I would, I, so I didn't really get a lot of conflict with a lot of my coworkers. Cause I, I, I didn't care. I was just like, you guys are going to do your thing. Nothing ever. They never did anything bad to me. So I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. That's fine. As long as it's not happening to right. me. So yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, a lot of my coworkers do want to be my friend and I'm just like, I can't, it, my anxiety gets up again. I'm also, again, also, I don't, you know, I, I'm very picky. 
I mean, again, being an introvert, you're kind of picky about who you want to be friends with. All these people are kind of like, I want to go get drunk and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah. Yeah, I mean, you don't really want, like, really shallow relationships or uh, just, like, people that want to only go out and do stuff and not really just, like, get to know you as a human being. Yeah. Or that's what I notice a lot with, like, people who are introverted. I notice they prefer um, deeper conversations and you know smaller gatherings where you can actually get to know somebody mm-hmm. than just like oh yeah let's go out and like drink and uh i mean that's probably generalizing i'm pretty sure there are people out there who are introvert too like maybe like that scene yeah but for the most part people that i've interacted with that were introverts that's been the case like don't like to just go out and just mill about they want to like have a real combo yeah and that's usually the case um i've been fortunate enough to where uh as i got to other jobs and did other things um i made some lasting relationships sure but otherwise again i try to i I just kind of try to keep work at work and everything else outside of work outside of work Mm -hmm. yeah i've never had a situation where something i get because i keep to myself I just, I don't, if I see something or if they tell me something's going on, I'll give advice. I'd be like, okay, there was someone who's getting sexually harassed. I was like, or just harassed, not really sexually harassed, just harassed. I'm like, say something. I had a coworker who was making the work environment hostile. I had to say something. Well, that was the one time. Okay. So there was a situation. There was a, there was a girl at a job that I worked at where she just made the office unbearable. And I can't remember what she did. I just remember that she had a very big personality, very loud, very much like I'm going to do what I want to do type of thing. And it really made the office uncomfortable. Like it was an Mm -hmm. office of me and and a couple other people. And that, and we're like, this is really hard to work with this person because they are loud and they are obnoxious. And we're trying to get work done. You know, we're just trying to get stuff done. She's cool and all fun, but I, we can't work with her. And there was a point where management spoke with the, us and we're like, yeah, she makes the, she makes us uncomfortable when we're at work. She'll talk about stuff we don't want to talk about. She's a little, yeah. And so they ended up firing her, you know, uh, and it was all because of us. I'm just like, oh, I, that was the worst I've ever felt because I'm like, oh, I got someone fired or helped someone Yeah, that's fired. that sucks. But then also it's just the work environment. You can't. You know, if you can't concentrate or work or do what you're there to do, mm-hmm. then it's sort of like it has to – you have to address it. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to be able to address it each time. Just like, okay, thank God. I don't – you know, it was just the one time and one time only. Well, I mean, at least you had, like, the guts to say something. You weren't just, like, quiet about it. Well, I luckily had the uh, the backing of other employees. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have said it by myself. It was, we all right. sat down and said something and I was like, okay, I. You just would have like dealt with it in like silence or whatever? Uh, if it was just happening to me, yeah, I probably would have. I don't know if I would have spoken up because I can, I have a high tolerance for a lot of stuff. I'm perfectly fine dealing with things that, I mean, I deal with stuff that annoy me all the time. You know, I, I'm, this, you know, I'm at the mentality, I'm of the mentality that look, if, if everyone else is happy, that's cool. Like I can be miserable if everyone else is good, you know. It, the mm-hmm. the needs of the many outweigh the needs of me, 
you know? So I'm usually pretty cool <laughs> with that, right? Like, it's, I'm just one dude, you know? I'm not, I'm not a crew of people. I'm not a group of people. So I'm usually pretty good about just kind of let, letting it go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so luck, again, luckily, I've never had to deal with somebody like grabbing my butt or something <laughs> or anything like right. that. I honestly uh, don't know why I didn't. Okay, I, that's not true. I know why I didn't say anything. It was, I guess, because I felt like oh, I didn't want him to lose his job for one, even though he was like a creep. Yeah. Because he had seniority. Like he's he was there like way longer than I was. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I just would have felt bad if he did get fired because of it or... You know, he did get reprimanded because of it. Sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and I sort of, like, rationalized it, like, well, I mean, he hasn't done anything, like, overtly sexual. Like, that kind of. Yeah. But, like, it's not like he touched any of my, <laughs> like, my butt or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing, is, like, it's hard for me to kind of be in that mindset. Of like, because here, here's my deal: if someone doesn't want something, and I, I direct this to both men and women, if you don't like something, and you're an introvert, don't be nice about it. Just say no. <laughs> Just say, "Hey, stop! Please leave me alone." Most people will. Res- I mean, most people will respect that, and you get to see the the caliber of the person you're dealing with. If that person continues to harass you after you tell them, "Hey, back off, buddy. I don't. I don't need any of this business," then mm-hmm. you really have to escalate it. But if they back off, at least you took care of it yourself, and you can kind of move on. I mean, that's me with everybody, like friends, relationships, coworkers, whatever. Like, just tell me, "Hey, Francis, uh, I keep hitting stuff." Hey, um, yeah, I need you to back off, or I, I need you to stop doing this, that, and the other thing. I really need you to stop talking about that stuff, or I need you to stop, I don't know, touching my arm or something. Which I'm not very, t- <laughs> you know, like I don't touch people. I, I don't. I, I, I have um, I'm very weird with touching people unless they really want. Like, look, I'm very comfortable with people who are like, hey, yeah, hey, buddy, you know, I'll wrap an arm around the shoulder, like, hey, let's get, like if I'm close and obviously with my friends. Even with my friends, I'm not very touchy-feely with either, you know? Mm-hmm. Get, like a hug at the beginning and a hug at the end. I don't really, like, put my arm on their – my hand on their shoulder or on their arm or whatever. It's just like – On their lower back? <laughs> I, have, I haven't touched a lower back in forever, so <laughs> – I don't not even, even know. your own? <laughs> uh, I don't even know what no, – uh, mine? Uh, yeah, I'm touching it right now, as a matter of fact. My, there you go. That's quite the lower back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I haven't um, – yeah, I've been very um, fortunate or unfortunate that my physical interaction with other people has been very minimal in the last several some number of years. Uh, so I don't have to worry about anyone kind of like misinterpreting what I'm saying. I have a tendency to just kind of stay away. Right. But it's also, it's kind of a learned response to, um, but I won't, it, 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 that's for another episode. <laughs> I'll save the, my learned response for another episode, but yeah. Um, so let's, I guess, move on to this, the part that bosses, not really something I want to talk about only because, you know, bosses control the fate of your job, <laughs> control the fate right. of whether or not you make money. Um, but I can't, I guess I'll talk a little bit about past bosses and then I, I, I mean, it'd be weird for you to talk about your, some of your bosses cause some of them are your parents. 
some of them are family. It's <laughs> a weird, uh, that's a <laughs> mom, dad, you guys are the worst bosses ever. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, every boss I've ever had, I've treated well, even when they don't mm-hmm. deserve it. Part of my introversion is, of course, I don't want the one, the, the one person and being Asian because if you're Asian, you respect authority. You respect your people of, of, of power. You have a tendency to submit. Uh, it's something you learn very early on. Because you do that with your parents. You do that with Yeah, your... it's like, that's old style though. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it sticks with you. And it's st- it stuck with me. Because I still do that with a lot of my superiors. Especially if I feel like... Like I've had bosses who've done things that I think are really wrong. Not in the sense of like they're touching someone's lower back or anything but just like uh, your your method of doing this is is so inefficient and just making my job harder but you're the boss right so whatever and i just appease them and i bend over backwards for almost every boss i've had i always bend over backwards because i don't want to piss them off and i don't need that Mm -hmm. kind of i don't need that kind of drama in my life but now but that's again that's me wanting to avoid conflict Right. Uh, this is like a common thing, like try not to um rock. get into conflict with anyone. Yeah, you don't want to rock the boat. With their bosses at least. Yeah, because I mean they control your paycheck, you know? <laughs> and the work yeah. environment, like mm-hmm. it could be really awkward with a boss if like you're on bad terms with them and having to like show up to work all the time <laughs> and see them every day. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I mean, all my jobs have been, except for the movie theater, have it all have all been smaller. No, that's not true. I, I worked for a gaming company for a while, which was pretty big. But yeah, I, again, I don't, I don't, I try to avoid that stuff. So how how do you deal with though? Because again, you know, some of your bosses are related to you. So how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with like conflict with that? Because there must be some, at least a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, here and there, but it's not like too common. Oh, if they need someone to come in extra shifts or this is when I was working not with my parents. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, you know, like I would try and do that. Like, um there was even like a conflict with my parents and my current or not current, but um my schedule at the time because I had like a doctor's appointment and I called in in, in advance and then like they're saying, Oh, nobody showed up to take your take your shift you have to come in and I was like well I you know this I made this appointment a long time ago I put in like my my time I tried to make a call to somebody else and they said they would show up but they didn't Mm -hmm. so I have to go to my my um appointment like I made this appointment a long time ago and I really wanted to go in because I felt bad like I had some kind of like commitment to my right. boss and my yeah. work over like my health. You had an obligation. Right. And um yeah, my dad <laughs> my dad got mad at me. And yeah. was like, You need to go to your doctor's appointment. It's more important than your work. You did it right. It wasn't like you did it like you called in last second. Yeah. You did it correctly and just because, you know, someone didn't show up for your shift doesn't mean that you need to go in when you you did it correctly. You put in your time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I ended up uh, 
going to the doctor's appointment in that case, but still I felt really, really bad about it and felt really embarrassed to go to work the next day and see my boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I've been noticing a lot. Again, not necessarily um, every boss I've ever had, but a lot of bosses do not think from the level of an employee. They think from where they are, and they don't always see kind of like what's going on and what's happening. So it's tough. It's it, it's a balance, you know. It's kind of up. It's I I I, I look forward to f- being a boss one day if I ever become a boss. I'd love to be a boss because I think I'd be a good boss. Um, because all I care about is that the person, you know, like I'll I'll let anyone do whatever they need to do as long as they get the work done. You know what I mean? Like they get right. the work done, they get it done right, and they get it done well. Then you know what? Do what you got to do. Um, the most important thing is that you you think that what we're doing is important enough or you value what we're doing enough to where you're going to put in the time and the effort. You know? Yeah. So bosses, you know, just try to make them happy. Um, and Were there any situations where you had to, like, let a boss down or disappointed your boss? I disappoint, him. I disappoint my bosses all the time. Um, <laughs> so, again, I... I as I got as I got older, as I progressed to work, I I wanted less and less to work with 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 customers, mm-hmm. and one of the jobs required me to work very heavily with customers, in a way that I wasn't comfortable with. I was this was probably one of my, that was probably my second most stressful job to what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. and I was stressing out, and I would just. My, the owner would be like, "What's going on, man? Like, what's going? You should be. This should, you should be doing this, 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 and this." And I'm like, "I can't. It freaks me out when I do this stuff." Like, and I didn't say that to her. I was just like, I, "This is really tough. You know, this is not the easiest right. thing for me you to do." You said it in your mind. Yeah, but uh, you know, I did what I could when I could, and uh, hopefully, and luckily, they understood. But yeah, I mean, I didn't stay there very long. I think I was only there for a year, and then I found something else. But Work is weird. Work is just weird in general. <laughs> well, yeah. It's yeah. weird, but it's necessary. you got to do it. It is necessary. It is something you have to do. I hate that we have to do it. But, uh, <laughs> such is the life, right? Anyway, um, any other uh, things you want to say before you kind of move on? No. No? I mean, have you always felt, though, that you could, like, talk to your bosses? Was there, like, open no. communication? Never. In that sense? Because I know it's, like, difficult to talk to people in general <laughs> I, I i i don't talk to my again I, I don't talk to my coworkers. i don't talk to my bosses i just give them the work i just do the work to the best of my ability and then that's it i i do not tell them if something's going i mean i'll tell them if something is technically wrong or like like procedurally wrong like oh we should probably shouldn't do this or whatever but if i'm like having mm-hmm. a problem or an issue I've never had a boss. I have yet to have a boss that was that um I take that back. I had one supervisor was that who was who I could approach and was easy to talk to. Uh so do we have any advice for those who have to deal with let's, let's just let's stick to because this is a big subject. I gave my advice already for customers. Um and this also applies Which was to just to kill them with kindness. Be nice. Kill even if you want to yell their head off. If you want to scream, there's one thing I've learned. If there's ever, if you're ever in an argument, a yelling match with anybody, loved ones, coworkers, bosses, if you talk in a, a low and level tone, if you talk and let your voice be heard in the sense of like, you know, I'm not very 
happy with the situation or I'm not very comfortable with what's going on. And you talk in slow, measured, kind of low voice. They come down to you. They stop yelling because you're just talking like a normal person and they're looking like a lunatic. So they doesn't always work. But usually, yeah, it doesn't always work. No, it doesn't always work. But usually, if you do it for long enough, they'll be like, "Okay, I'm listening." Like they'll they'll be angry, but they'll lower their tone. So for me, mm-hmm. it's always. But me, I'm always. I'm just like, be kind, be nice, even if they're pissing you off. Just be nice, because you know what? People do not like to be nice. That's the one lesson I've learned from. All of the work I've ever done is people would rather be assholes than be nice because it's easier. It's just easier to be that way, which is why whenever I'm at a restaurant, something bad happens, or if I'm at a place where something bad happens, I become sympathetic and I empathize. I never just like fly off. What? You are an idiot. Why are you doing? No, I don't do any of that stuff. I just. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, I try to do that. I try to do that, too. I don't like blow up in anyone's face about um things even if they're wrong i think we talked about that Mm. in a previous episode about you know just sucking it up (laughs) not saying anything if it's if anything's wrong or which is not the best thing to do no it's not i mean but i wouldn't say that it would be good to do it every time something Mm. happens but i'm guessing like if it's a pretty large infraction like yeah there's hair in my food (laughs) yeah you know like get that fixed but most of the time i don't i just leave it yeah yeah i mean that's a that's a good way to you know it's um you have to pick your battles that's for sure Um, (laughs) yeah but in terms of picking battles most of the time i just don't yeah no i i understand i understand that i understand that you know um i don't I haven't gotten angry about stuff in a long time. And then recently, um, I was just getting mad at everything. Like everything was pissing me off to the point where I was yelling in my car to the point where my throat was hurting. I was losing my voice, just really frustrated because you don't, don't ever bottle up your emotions, people. You have to let it, even though I think they say it's a myth that you have to let it out, but at least you know, meditation or find something in some type of outlet to where you can express how you feel. Um, because the world, sometimes, sometimes the world will teach you, Hey, don't, don't ever express yourself because you'll get bad stuff. Bad stuff will happen to you if you express yourself. And yeah. And you really should be able to find someone you can open up to, find someone you can talk to. You know, find someone you can be. Uh, write down whatever's going on, or yeah, if it helps, write stuff. Write stuff down. Um, I'm hoping that podcasting could be a thing that people can do. I, I use that as a suggestion for because I do. Um, I, I'm part of a, a group of people who go to conventions and we do panels talking about dealing with depression and dealing with mental illness. And one of the things that I always say is like, look, if you have no one to talk to, start a podcast. Because there's someone out there who's going to be listening. And even though they may never talk to you, you'll see that download and you're like, oh, someone's listening, you know? Right. <laughs> and it's kind of nice. But yeah, I mean, that was how I coped with, you know, my, my past, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just do that. But anyway, um, there you go. Be nice. Be kind. 
Um, and uh, if you get to, if you get too fumed, and, and 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 don't 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 listen to me about not being friends with your coworkers. I just don't like doing that. I don't like right. If if there's an opportunity to make friends with your coworkers, go for it. As yeah. long as like you're not uncomfortable or yeah. Um. Now let's move on to the next corner. This is our kind of our open-ended corner. We'll talk about video games, television, movies, whatever's on our mind. Right now we have television shows on our mind. And um, we'll start off with uh, E over here. She is watching something to the some. Uh, I think it's called the X Files. <laughs> wow, you had that. I had this on the ready. <laughs> so you're you're rewatching or watching for the first time the X Files? Um. Well, the first time that I watched X Files, I don't think I watched it in sequence. It was just basically um whatever was on television mm -hmm. at the time so i haven't watched it from the very beginning but that's what i'm currently doing um wow. i've only watched like three episodes though so far <laughs> <laughs> what you know you could have, you could have done all the other shows you were watching like handmaid's tale or like all of these other shows you were watching that you've completed and you're watching you're talking about the one that you only got three episodes in well i mean because uh it's what I'm currently watching, and also this week has been pretty busy, so I haven't had time to watch as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I barely caught up with our book club stuff because it's been a fairly interesting week for myself as well. But yeah, uh, so so far so good. Then three episodes in. <laughs> uh three episodes in. It's pretty interesting. Um. Mm. What were the? But what were like, the... I you know that they're like kind of like standalone, so it's sort of like yeah, it's all it's all every episode. It's like something different. It's freak of the week, freak of the week. Yeah, I um accidentally watched one of like season nine. Oh wow! Episodes, like I clicked on it thinking it was like episode three, <laughs> and it was actually like season nine, episode three. Was that when Mulder was gone? Or, yeah. Yeah, and it was. So I was like, uh, the T1000. it's not making sense. And then like Scully looks totally different. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I think that show's been on for like ten years when it first aired. Honestly, it was. yeah. So then I like realized my mistake and like changed it right after. But yeah, so far so good. It's pretty interesting. Um, I saw Seth Green in one of the episodes, and he was really young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure yeah <laughs> he he made it he made the rounds that's seth green he made the rounds on television back in the 90s so that makes sense yeah i'm hoping there'll be more uh connection with the main character so far it's kind of just like i don't feel very connected to them yeah um i think uh the first season well i mean there's 20 some episodes per season you know, so there's a lot of just a lot of exposition, a lot of just weird stuff happening. Um, they're building the whole alien thing. They're building up the whole like mystical stuff. So it, it, it takes some time, but you'll eventually see that it's not like Law and Order where every Law and Order episode, like you don't know what's happening to the main characters. You just follow whatever's happening with the crime. This is a little different. I think that kind of works, though, just for that format of show. But mm -hmm. um. For some reason, in this series, I really want to feel like a connection 
to the characters. Oh, like, you will. You will. I, I you, you will. It, oh, gonna, you will. Yeah. Oh, it'll happen. Um, it's, yeah, you just have to wait. <laughs> it just, it takes a little time, but you'll, you'll get to, you'll really get to understand Mulder and Scully for sure. Um, yeah, I love that show. I, I watched it. I don't know if I watched it when it aired uh, or not, but I did watch, I think I watched all of it from beginning to end. I know that much. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to see the, uh, and then there's going to be the Hills Have Eyes episode. Uh, the worst episode ever. Uh, don't creep uh, me out. It's not, it's, it's not, cre- it's not creepy in like the supernatural sense, but oh man, it's so, it's, it's gross, but you'll, you'll see. It's the one, it's the one episode that they, um, they banned from syndication or they only showed once or they only showed it in certain locations. It was so bad that they could only show it. Bad like, in what way? Like the subject matter. I, I want you, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. If you're watching it through Netflix, I'm pretty sure. I'm not I'm, watching it on I'm watching it on Hulu. Or on Hulu. I don't, I don't think it's on Netflix right now. Okay. I'm pretty sure that episode is on Hulu. And so you will, you'll definitely see the episode I'm talking about because it's pretty okay. What season is it in? Probably five or six. It's Ugh, a, yeah, you have like a ways to so go. So far from now. Yeah, but that's when it was really. If I'm watching know. like three episodes a week, that's <laughs> going to be like forever. Well, the, the show really picked up around season three or four, and then it was at its peak for about you know three, four, five, six, seven, and then eight was when it went downhill because Mulder was trying to find his sister. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I won't. I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't tell me. Yeah, I don't know anything that goes on. Oh, and then Scully, and then this, and then that. That yeah, spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler alert. They they live because they are in um, the current seasons of X Files. Uh, So what are you watching? I'm. There's one thing Marvel is good at is making really nondescript, really kind of dull theme songs for their television shows they all kind of sound the same <laughs> like this one like they all eh. but anyway that's uh, the theme for the, the Defenders uh, which is a Netflix um, series based off of the Marvel uh, Netflix universe with Daredevil, Jessica Jones Luke Cage and the Iron Fist um, let me just say then, I am an apologist for the Netflix shows. I actually liked all of them, even the much-hated Iron Fist season. It was the only thing that I thought was bad about the Iron Fist season, aside from the fighting, was just... The, it was a, it looked like it was a rushed show. They really rushed to get it out there, so it was kind of like a... Kind of a poor... Just a really kind of just weird, disjointed storyline. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Defenders um, has all four of them getting together. It's a shorter season. Usually most uh, uh, Netflix shows are 13 episodes. This one's only eight. And it's a good time. Uh, I know people, it's a love or hate relationship for this show because I see a lot of people hating on the Defenders. They're like, oh, this is the worst. It's so boring, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I thought it was really good. I liked it. I, I binged it in the span of four days, five days, which is not my usual. But I'm, I have a different life now. So I don't have the kind of time to just binge it like I used to. Yeah, I think that if you like a good team up, if you like something Avengers light, if you like any of the Netflix shows, then this is a must watch for anyone. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm looking forward to the next season. I, I'm I'm invested 100% in all of the Netflix Marvel stuff. Uh, I will watch it each and every one of them. 
And it was really hard to avoid spoilers too, which was interesting because like all of my podcasts were talking about the Defenders. I'm like, oh, I, can't, I can't listen to podcasts until I'm done. Great. This is awesome. But um, I think it's good. I think it was a good time. It's no X, it's no X-Files. They're not deep characters, you know? <laughs> they don't have these really big... Yeah, mass- I mean, it's pretty quick to get through. Well, I mean, considering because it's, like, brand new, but... Yeah. Well, it's only eight episodes, you know? X-Files is 24 episodes per season, give or take. That's a lot, <laughs> you know? I don't think I'll ever binge TV show that way, TV shows that way again. I don't... I personally You don't mean think- that long, or just, like, um... The way you did with Defenders. No, um, just that long. Like, network television. If there's a show, like, you should have watched a show. Name a TV show. Like, any TV show that's out on regular television. Firefly. Fire- well, the Firefly is only 14 episodes. That's easy. <laughs> Firefly <laughs> is one season of 14 episodes. I can watch that in my sleep. I li- I, and, I, and it's a good show, so I'll, I'm more than happy to watch it. But I'm, like, saying, I don't know. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I would never watch that never in a million years ever watched that because it's 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 10 seasons long 24 episodes a season that is and yeah. i think they're half hour episodes or are they hour it's long? like one of those things where it's sort of like if you're not already like invested a, a little bit caught up it's like maybe not yeah it's not worth it. it's not worth that i don't have that kind of time a and just like we're gonna uh watch every single episode <laughs> of um how i met your mother and we're gonna do a podcast on it oh my god well hey <laughs> People are into uh, podcasts that talk about ep- episodic television for some reason. Like, there's a ton of podcasts out there that do that. Do that. Um, but yeah, we don't need a third, <laughs> not yet, at least. <laughs> maybe when, maybe if we ever get the same time zone right, if we ever do this, if we ever get in the same time zone, then I'm more than happy to do another podcast with you. But until then, yeah, it's just the, it's, it's the, just the timing. The time zone is the worst between the two of us. Like that's what's that's the hardest to cope with. Anyway, um, so there you go, Defenders. If I were to give it a grade, um, because I have seen the whole thing, uh, I'd give it a seven and a half out of ten. It's not the best. Oh, that's really high. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I know most people are giving it like ones and twos, but seven. I would give it maybe a seven. Maybe not seven. Seven. Give it a C. I think out of all the characters in that show, um. From what I hear from people, because I haven't watched really any of them, just sure. because of like how people are saying they're not that great. Um, oh, I think they're amazing, but go on. Like people, people are saying like Jessica Jones is like the best one, and then <laughs> Luke Cage. Yeah, Jessica Jones is great. It, it there's no. It depends on what you're there for, you know. Jessica Jones is is a detective story. Her whole thing is a detective story. If you're in it, if Luke Cage is a whole taking down a, a car, a, like a, a crime a crime syndicate story. Um, Daredevil is all about ninjas, and Iron Fist is all about rand. Uh, weirdly enough, Iron Fist is all about like um, white collar espionage. It's really weird. Like, like oh, I'm a billionaire. I have all these problems as a billionaire. Yet I know kung fu. It's like it's very strange. <laughs> it's a very strange mix. It's not even Batman-ish. It's just like it's weird. But um, yeah, I think they're all good. I enjoy all of them. But uh, to each their own. I would never expect anyone. I would never force anyone to watch them. I don't think they're that great. I don't. I would never say like you have to watch them. You must. But if you're a fan of Marvel, I would say you watch them. They're worth. They're worth your time. But anyway. Yeah, it's worth it if you're into it. Yeah. 
So there you go. There's our television shows uh, that we've been keeping up with over the week. Of course, this section will change over time, our little corner here. Um, but let's go on to our next one. Uh, we'll talk about that we love to talk about. It's all, it's one of our favorites because we just we, we just can't get enough of the creepy and weird. Speaking of X Files, I don't know what are we calling this. I don't even know where we're calling this. The the weird and creepy corner. Let's see if I have music. Creepy corner. Oh yeah. There you go. We are at our creepy corner. Creep, creepy is as creepy does. E, do you have a story for us that's creepy and weird? Yeah, I have another thing from the area that I live in. Sure. I thought that, like I said last week, if I did one like every single week, <laughs> I'd have like, I'd be able to tell like tons of stories. But so this one is about something called. Night Marchers. I don't know if you've ever heard of Night Marchers. I know. Okay, well, it's a weird occurrence that a lot of people from Hawaii know about. Like, um, people have either experienced it on some level or just know about it and are kind of wary of seeing it. It's basically ghostly apparitions of warriors who are normally clad in, in helmets this is native Hawaiian. Sure, yeah, warriors, not like by the way. Yeah, not like um, <laughs> nice. They're, they're, yeah, <laughs> well, they're clad in helmets and normally have their weapons and um, sometimes torches. Mm, okay. Um, a lot of times people can tell it's them from the torches. Like they'll see torches, like a row of torches marching, sure. or um, people sometimes hear drum beats oh okay. or even chanting wow um, all right and a lot of times it happens uh in specific areas on a regular basis like maybe a monthly basis mm -hmm. so a lot of times people tend to stay away from areas that it's known to happen sure it's normally like sacred sites to the hawaiian people also old battlegrounds Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, temple sites, yeah. Because it happens regularly, people tend to stay away from those areas at night. And it's because it's said to be bad luck to see them. Like, sure. if you encounter it, it's bad luck for either, like, you or your family. So a lot of times, if you do experience it, if you find yourself in that area at that time and you end up stumbling upon them it's best to crouch they they say to crouch down really low um to the ground mm -hmm. and not look at them like avert your gaze to like show respect and not like draw attention to yourself sure it's something that i always knew about growing up people would talk about it regularly and a lot of people that i know have experienced it not like directly like they haven't gone into like sacred sites and seen them marching but they they've Good. seen like torches or like i've said they heard the drumming or they heard chanting and there's even been stories where people's like houses were built on the site so like every month they have like people marching through parts of their house oh. or 
those are like stories that I've heard. Like I don't know anyone personally that that their house is built on it or anything. But oh, good. Well, that's good. Yeah, for me, I've heard drumming and mm. also chanting. Oh, right. And it would be like really late at night, extremely late at night. You hear like drumming, and you're like, it's either night marchers or there's like people just hanging out in the forest <laughs> banging on drums yeah. I, I don't know maybe <laughs> the drum circles exist i can appreciate that sure yeah i mean like yeah but i mean like if three o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah well. yeah it would be a strange experience but yeah that's just something that happens around here and just like a local legend well that is i mean that is especially the drums part i mean that'd be creepy to hear just in general just randomly in the middle of the night i was hearing yeah it's weird but like i said people tend to have lots of respect for it like if they do see it and it's sort of like bad luck you know you don't want to encounter them you don't want to experience that so yeah, yeah. Well, sure. No, of course. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with the. You don't. You don't want to mess with the. Uh, the spiritual, and especially if it's going to be bad luck. You don't want the bad luck. We have enough trouble yeah. already <laughs> trying to deal with luck. You don't need any more bad stuff. <laughs> but uh, very nice. So, do you have a story? I do. All right. Let's uh, let's get on here with the story. Um, you know, you you were a kid once. I can just assume you were a kid once. I'm fairly certain you were a possibly child once. Yeah. maybe. I don't know. I'm like might be an alien from X Files. Just so, so to here. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> just to join this podcast. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're just a you're just a, a pod person who wanted to join the podcast out of some weird reason. Yeah. <laughs> um. So growing up, there's a lot of superstitions. Again, I, ever since I was as a kid, I really didn't believe in that this stuff. Like the uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. You know. Uh, Are you talking about the Ouija thing? I'm about to, yeah, in a second here. I'm trying I to, don't want to. I'm hear leading it. up to I'm it. Scared. I'm leading up to this anyway. So yeah, uh, so you know, some people believe in that. Some people, as a as a youth, many people would um, turn off the lights, or actually, no, they'd go into a bathroom, stare at the mirror, and and say, you know, sex on the beach, sex on the beach, sex on the beach, or whatever alcoholic beverage they were thinking of at the time. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, she got she got the joke. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> oh, just a, just would any... alcohol just randomly appear in your hand afterwards? Exactly. Interesting. Pina colada, pina colada, pina colada. And just, pina colada. Strawberry daiquiri, etc. And it would just it would just appear <laughs> in your hand. So, you know, that, that's how <laughs> that's how we got drunk as youths. <laughs> <laughs> you better cup your hands good because it's not showing up in a cup. That's true. <laughs> It's just gonna pour into your into your fingers. You gotta sip that sucker. Just gotta sip that up. But anyway, um, uh, so you know, as children and even as young teenagers, we believed in that stuff. And my very first experience with the Ouija board was as a teenager. And you know, the bunch of little kids—not kids—we're like fifteen, sixteen years old, maybe even younger than that—gathered around a, a little board. With with the little the little circle thing that was like glow in the dark, can you really take something seriously if it's glow in the dark? You know, are we really talking to the dead if it's a glow in the dark little thing that you can move around with your hands? And of course, every time we'd answer a question, we'd be like, "Oh, you were moving it." We'd blame the person. Ah, oh, you're moving. Ah, oh, you're moving. So let's fast forward about ten years from that event. I'm amongst adults. 
I'm amongst people who um, take this stuff seriously. And right. we have our first Ouija board just for fun. Let's do it. They decided let's do a Ouija board experience. And we're all gathered around the Ouija board and, and it's moving around answering questions and stuff. And it's super quiet. And we're in a dark attic. Creaks and noises, wind blowing, you know, against the rafters. All in California, weirdly enough, it's happening. And as the thing's moving around, it's answering these really weird questions. We were, I didn't participate. I didn't believe in this stuff. But after some time, you know, people were like, oh, this is creepy. It's answering our questions. It's talking to us. Somebody beyond the grave is talking to us. When you somebody got up, left, just left the room, just out of nowhere while they were answering questions. I think nope. they asked the- Nope, I'm out, dude. I'm out. I don't want to know. I have to finish it. I can't just stop in the middle of it. I have to finish it. (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) So everyone's kind of like, okay, what happened? Why did this person leave? And uh, older parental figures was like, hey, man, um, is everything okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Because it was weird, you know, it was just weird. Just we're all sitting around the couch. Yes, I was the one who got up and left. Um, we're all kind of just scanning it and sitting there. And I just, I, I had to walk out because it, again, you know, when it's super quiet, you can hear everything. All you hear is the sliding of the little, the little indicator all around the board. But when you it ask, it was a, still sliding around. No, 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 no. I mean, they were. That was the noise that you could hear because they were asking questions. I was. Had, Whoa. No, no, not, not by itself. Like, you should have just left the house after no, no, no. that. And, not like, by itself. People's hands totally were... Totally cut off all those friends. No, people's hands were on the the device, on, on, the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the, little, the little thing. But when you ask questions, and you ask enough questions, eventually you expect an answer. Little did I expect that I would hear an answer. Again, all you hear is that no one was behind me. There was two people beside me. No, you don't expect to hear anything. But when you kind of hear the word, when you kind of hear a letter or maybe it was a word, I don't know what it was. All it was was the word you. (laughs) You. It was kind of like a whisper. I I wasn't sure if I heard it. I wasn't really sure. But I heard it. It was loud enough to where I decided, okay, maybe I'm just hearing things. And I just, I just, you know, like, I don't need to deal with this stuff. Like, I don't believe in this, but if there is something that actually exists beyond the, beyond the mortal realm that we're communicating with, with this little stupid wooden board and this little stupid wooden circular thing, um, I don't want to be a part of it. Right. But I want to hear something. But I didn't want to hear anything either. And I did. And there was something that was said behind me and behind me was a wall. Mind you, there was a wall behind me. I don't know if it was me moving or if it was me like twitching or something, but it was enough for me to be like, if that's what I think I heard, then I don't want to be a part of this. And I left and I went home. I was like, I don't need to deal with this stuff anymore. (laughs) I let them have their fun and games. I'm just like, nope, I'm done. And I left. And um, I think they stopped afterwards because I think they thought I was upset. I'm like, no, I just. They thought you got sucked into the board. Yeah, yeah, like Jumanji. And I never was... spoke to them again. <laughs> and technically, I didn't. I have never spoken to them since. But um, yeah. are you serious? <laughs> uh, 
it was a sign it was a sign needed to get her these people and so um they they really thought it was like a jumanji type incident they're no, like they... still wondering like how to get you back yes exactly <laughs> they thought i was lost forever <laughs> the guy who walked out is like in therapy still yeah. talking about it to this day i'm talking about it here but yeah, there you go. Whether it was a real thing or not, I don't know. But I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't have to. I didn't want to deal with that business. But uh, I don't mess with. The, I don't. You know, Ouija boards are not my bag, and I refuse to be around one. Should anyone ever? Yeah, that's out. why I never messed with one because I was like, I don't want to deal with that. But yeah. So unless they were talking about you don't. I mean, like, like you said, like you're not a believer, so it's sort of like you don't really like, you know. I don't know, buy into it, but I buy into it and I wouldn't want to mess with, you know, whatever spirits over there. You don't know if it's like something good or something bad or. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. And so, I mean, weird stuff happens to weird people. I have, um, do do you have lucky charms? Do you have like, not the cereal, but like. (laughs) I was like thinking about the cereal. I was like, yeah, actually I had a box maybe like a month ago. It's probably, I would say that Lucky Charms is up there with one of my favorite cereals. <laughs> I really like Lucky Charms, but I haven't eaten it in a while. Do you do you carry any like Lucky pieces of, like a rabbit's foot or like um, whatever? Not really. Mm. No. A friend of mine who is Japanese gave me a little good luck charm, a little Japanese good luck charm. And I'm like, I'm keeping this with me wherever I go. What was it? It's, I wish I had it. It's in my car right now. I guess I don't take it everywhere I go, but I have it in my car. Uh, let's move on from all of this business, shall we? Let's get away from the mystical and the weird. And let's get into our final corner. Quiz corner. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the quiz portion of the show, where E will be quizzing me on some on California. Uh, California. Yep, the theme this week is California. I hope you studied up. I, I'm familiar because with because I state. have questions. I know my state. My state's good. Okay, so questions. I have five questions. Okay. I figure we just stick with five. We don't have to do, like, super long quizzes. No, um, not, not yet, at least. Maybe when we get more used to this, we can do longer and longer quizzes. But for now, five is good. So last week, yeah. you you did a quiz on the condiment salsa. And you got a one. I failed miserably. A one out of five. Now, you, I need to get three out of five in order to get a point. And then when we accumulate, uh, the first person to get to ten points gets a prize, whatever that may be. But uh, I, I leave it to you. Ask away. Okay, question number one. Can you name five amusement parks found in California besides Disneyland? Uh, Six Flags, Magic Mountain, Legoland, Universal Studios, Great America. Uh... Okay, that's five. That's five. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so one out of five so far. Uh, Question number two. All right. Do you know the California state flower? Oh, God. Uh, I used to. It is... Oh, my God. I can see it. It's white. It's not the orchid, is it? No. Crap. What is it? I thought it was the orchid. 
Golden Poppy. Oh, Golden Poppy. Of course. The Golden State. Of course it's going to be the Golden Poppy. If you have Golden Poppy, it's like you have heroin in your system. Here we go. <laughs> right. um, okay, so one out of five. Question number three. Do you know the population of California? No, no, what? No way. There's no way you're supposed to. How? how oh, Jesus Christ. There's no way to win if you have to give it a number. Um, we are currently, I think we're in the 20 millions by now. I think we're at 22 or 24 million. Mm. Not even close, huh? Okay, since it's not multiple choice, I'm going to let you try one more time <laughs> plus or minus like is it too high is it high or low it's plus it's plus it's plus it's higher than that yeah oh my god are we at we're not at 32 million give or take 32 three 30 <laughs> <laughs> all right what is it i'm blinking i'm blinking the 30. answer um the answer is 39.5 million <gasps> wow we people. are we are overcrowded here. Why does why do people keep coming to California? It's expensive. It's hot. Um, it's just traffic. <laughs> Man, so okay, thirty nine. Okay, so far one out of three. So I have two more chances to win. Let's see if I can get it. Okay. Um, Population. Do you know the top agricultural export oh of California? God. Yeah. It's either avocados or corn. Okay, so I will give you three choices. <laughs> okay. Dairy products. Oh. Almonds or avocados. Uh, it's almonds. Yeah, you got it correct. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right, once you said <laughs> almonds, I'm like, oh, I think it's almonds. I'm pretty sure it's almonds, yeah. Our California our California. Yeah, almonds. so dairy products was, was second. So it would be... Yeah, almonds or dairy products. We just get we have these billboards up where it says uh, our avocados are local. Go get your avocados today. I'm like, whatever, it's fine. All right, two out of okay, two out of four. I need one more, one more, and I win a point myself, and one step closer to that mystical prize, whatever it is. I don't think you're gonna get this one. But <laughs> all right. What is the okay. highest elevation? Around in how many Filipinos live in California? <sighs> <laughs> really that's your question ahoy pinoy people ahoy pinoy ahoy pinoy i need to sneak in something filipino every single I know we didn't episode do it. we didn't say anything asian really today so i'm glad i guess i'm glad you snuck that in um Can you do? Uh, can you give me a range at least? I can. I can. I can give you uh, multiple choice. It's uh, <laughs> three million, one point four million, or that's it. That's the only choices. <laughs> <laughs> so either a tenth of the population. So I know Marin County has like a bunch of uh, Daly City has a bunch of Filipinos. Marin County apparently has a bunch of Filipinos. I know um, we have a little Fili we have uh, the Filipino district here. What is that district called? 
It's called Little Philip. I think it's called just Little Filipines or Filipino. <laughs> it's called Little Filipino. <laughs> something like that. Something not a Little Filipino, but I think it's just the Filipino district. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of seafood cities, Jolly Bees, Red Ribbons. Um, <sighs> three or one point four. I'm gonna say we're higher. I think there's more of Filipinos than I think that the. <laughs> there's no maybe not maybe there's only 1.4 <laughs> you're not supposed to, you're not good at this game the point is for me not to win you know what is for me to lose i'll i will say 1.4 million is that your final answer uh, I, i'm looking at your eyes right now let's see she's not blinking <laughs> she's making a cute face though but i don't know if that means yes or no her eyes are big. They're getting bigger. They're popping out of her sockets now. They're rolling down her face. It's really <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, no. That got really gross really fast. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> 1.4 million Filipinos in California. We also have the highest number of, of, of Irish people are in California. We have the largest number of Irish folks. Really? Yeah. So all of the Irish and all the Filipinos are here. So when they do a, a fax around the world, which is a an Irish um, BuzzFeed that I, that 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 uh, E and I watch, they should come to California because they have a bunch of Irish people over here. Um, but there you go. Thank you very much. Point for me. Number point one point one, one point. Who's keeping track of this? You are. What? <laughs> You are. You have the notepads and you have the paper. I figure you can take care. You can take care of this. Ugh. <laughs> okay, let me write this down. Look, unless you okay, you have a choice. You can either take. You can keep score. Francis won. Or, or one can, point. All right. Hooray! So what? So I I guess we're gonna help each other out in a way. I guess. With uh, Blinky. large eyes large and eyes. shakes of the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what makes it fun, and that—that's what. Uh, one of these days. Well, I don't know. Maybe next week we won't help each other out. We'll see. Well, I'm t I'm quizzing you next week. Okay. Do you have a topic? Yes, we're gonna. You're you're uh, because I was a little cruel with salsa as the food we're gonna do the dance and not salsa dancing though because we already did salsa we'll we'll do another popular dance that you seem to be very interested in and uh we'll do a bachata as the t topic for next week for our quiz next bachata. week yeah uh that'll include and it'll only be the dance um and maybe some music but it'll be five questions you have i will give you multiple choice question answers and You'll not be just kind that way. Thanks. Yeah. And not just like two, which is weird. <laughs> you have two choices. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Um, but we'll go ahead and do that. Um, and there you go. Okay, I look forward to it. I have to study. Yes, you do. I must study. Um, but there you go. That's our show. Uh, well done to me. Patting myself on the back. Um, we will have a show touching my own lower back. <laughs> I don't know if I, am, am I allowed to touch your lower back? I don't think I am. <laughs> um, oh, look at that. I guess I am. 
Her eye, I put her, not only did I put her eyes back, but I touched her lower back. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, next show next week, uh, where we will have more fun and shenanigans. Um, if again, if you like our show. On a topic that we're not sure about yet, and we'll likely only figure out an hour week. before we start. Hey, you thought of this like on, on like a few days ago, so we were prepared. Um, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth on topics. Maybe I'll think of something. I know you're busy uh, for this weekend, so I won't bother you about it until the following week. Um, so, uh, again, if you like the show, share it with a friend. If you are already a fan of the show and want to support us even more, you can go to sincerestarcasm.net. There is a support page there, support button, or you can go to patreon.com slash aka the other guy. Send us a buck or whatever you, you feel comfortable giving because really it's anything that um, happens to be in the cracks of your couch. If you find any change in the cracks of your couch, you're like, I don't know, do this change. Give it to us. We can use it. Maybe we'll do... I think one of the tiers should be that if we get to a certain amount of money that we should change the show to Ahoy Pinoy. No. <laughs> look, okay, look. <clears throat> here, here, here's the case. This is, this is what I did with Sincere Sarcasm. If you're willing to, if you're willing to pledge $1,000 a month... I will not only stop doing sincere sarcasm, but in place of that, I will start a hoi panoi. So I will start a hoi panoi. Oh, okay. If someone is willing to give us a thousand dollars a month, which will help improve our internet, do we need. not doubt the Filipino community. <laughs> I've we off. need a podcast about <laughs> Filipinos. Uh, and yeah, maybe we'll even add that as a corner. To this thing for anyone who's interested in the Filipino culture, maybe we'll even add that as a corner as a interim thing if you want to donate to the show. Um, because at the I want to say at like the hundred dollar level, you get to dictate kind of like what the next show is, so you can do that. But one, you know, um, whatever, but for now, mm. whatever you want to donate, yeah, we're not at that point yet. <laughs> no, and even if you, and again, donation is not a necessity, all we really want is for people to share the show with others, uh, share with your friends, share with your family, share with your neighbor, um, share with us, send us an email, drop us a line, send us an email, introverts guide to the universe, leave a review, and yes, leave a review on iTunes, be kind, <laughs> rewind, yes. You can sweet us if you'd like. <laughs> Go sweet us. <laughs> if you really want to, you can send the VHS to my PO box if you really want to. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's our show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, uh, next week, of course, uh, brand new stuff. We will um, uh, do all sorts of things. And I'm trying to find – there it is. I'm trying to find – like I'm trying to find the music that gets us out of here. Um, I'm at aka the other guy on Twitter. Since your sarcasm.net is the name of the uh, website. And, of course um, – subscribe 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 on itunes and leave us another review so anyway we'll talk to you next time bye everyone have a great week bye whenever i hear this music i think of like a weird sun rising